Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, it's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka, Barty Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Uh, in this final stretch of the show, we try and look at something more positive. Mm, yes, indeed. Uh, Singapore's uh, economy expected to grow better than expected next year. What's behind all of this, Ryan? Yeah, that's co- a good question. Yeah. Things appear to be looking up, at least if you go by the latest MAS survey of professional forecasters. So they are expecting next year's growth to come in at 4%, and that is better than the 3.9% expansion that was predicted earlier. To get a bigger picture, we've got Kun Go. He is the head of research for ANZ Bank. Morning, Kun. How are you doing today? I'm good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Hey, Kun. Glad to have you on. Let's talk about your outlook for next year. So the survey, based on the estimates from 22 economists and analysts, and the range came in between 3% and 4.9%. Kun, where do you sit on this range and what's driving your outlook? Yeah, I'm sitting uh, slightly above the uh, average of 4%. Uh, I think growth can remain above trend and be healthy given that uh, the Singapore economy continues to open up. International travel, mm-hmm. I believe, will continue to uh, expand. Uh, of course, Omicron is a huge risk, but for now, we think it can be contained. And I think the outlook is looking quite positive for the Singapore economy next year. Okay, let's dive a bit deeper into the various sectors. You've got construction, manufacturing, services. How will all these sectors um, perform? I think for the first time in a while, we're expecting all sectors to uh, pretty much expand. We know that those that are travel-related have really had a very tough time in the last 18 months. I think that is set to uh, grow quite strongly off a very low base, obviously. Uh, So things like hospitality, events, I think those are set to um, uh, grow nicely. Uh, Construction will also continue to uh, pick up pace, uh, hopefully as uh, labour supply constraints ease with, uh, you know, border reopenings with Malaysia in uh, in particular. And manufacturing, I think, will still continue to benefit from very strong uh, external demand as our export sector remains robust. Yeah, it's worth noting, based on a survey, the reopening of borders to inter- international travel was emerged as the most frequently cited upside surprise identified by 77.8% of survey respondents. And Kun, you pointed out the manufacturing output is going to be possibly growing stronger and we're going to see the upside due to robust global electronics demand. How much will that continue or be sustained for? Because we've been seeing this supply chain issue and the demand for those chips playing out for a long time. Yeah, so the supply constraints is really holding back uh, how quickly factories can produce. But again, this is a function of uh, very strong demand, which is still being left unmet. So I think some of the strength is really coming from companies investing more and being able to ramp up production to meet uh, the strong external demand. Uh, and, you know, we expect the global economy and the U.S. in particular to you know, continue to grow very strongly in 2022. And I think that's a key part behind the view that uh, Singapore's external demand can stay robust. Okay, what does this mean for wage growth and the talent available to fill up all these jobs? Are we looking at continued pressure on businesses to pay more for costs for goods and also costs for people? Yeah, inflation pressure is suddenly uh, becoming more apparent and that's uh, come true in the survey where 
the respondents now expect uh, average inflation to be around 2.1% in 2022. Uh, I think the labour market has already tightened. That's in part uh, due to the increase in labour demand as businesses start to do better. Uh, and also, you know, continued tightness on the supply side. I think wage growth will continue to uh, probably rise. It has already risen in, in recent quarters and I think will continue to be sustained because you know uh, businesses will need to pay up you know in order to secure workers and that also means that you know as business cost base rise mm. there's going to be more pressure for them to pass on uh, more price increases okay something to look out for inflation to play out in Singapore as well by chairing with Kungo he's the head of research for ANZ Bank now Kun, let's take a look at some of the downside risks that have been identified in the survey and right at the top we've got of course Omicron you've touched on that um, we're also looking very closely at what's happening in China a lot of issues there how much of a downside risk is there from the slowing growth in China? It's definitely a risk that we are looking out for but at this stage uh, I don't believe that uh, the slowdown in China will have a material effect on Singapore. The main reason is that it's the property sector that is seeing significant issues and a huge source of the downside growth risk. Uh, and uh, you know, Singapore is not heavily exposed to the China property sector directly. As long as China's export sector remains strong, and they have, uh, export numbers from China earlier this week showed you know, continued uh, double-digit uh, 20% plus growth. And that's more important for Singapore because of the supply chain linkages to China's uh, export markets. So at this stage, you know, China growth slowdown is something that we are monitoring, but I don't believe that will have Mm. any material negative impact on Singapore's outlook next year. Yeah, that's a very interesting point around property because if you look at a survey, 57.1% see private residential property prices going up next year. And based on the recent years, we've seen the sector still resilient amidst COVID-19. Where do you see the risk of the property prices going up and affecting um, possibly becoming a downside risk for Singapore? Hmm. Well, you know, Singapore's uh, property market has gone through quite an interesting cycle in, in several years. Um, I don't think it's going to have a material impact on the overall Singapore economy. Yes, property prices are, are rising, but we do know that there is going to be quite a lot of supply coming on stream in the next uh, couple of years as all these projects that are currently underway get completed. And don't forget, the pandemic has resulted in a delay in construction. So some of that supply that's supposed to come on stream has been delayed. I think hence that's why uh, we're seeing property prices perk up now. But I think at some stage, we'll probably see some moderation. And of course, you know, interest rates are due to rise because the US Fed is set to increase interest rates next year. So I think that will have some dampening effect on uh, the property sector. Yeah, that's a good point because based on the recent MAS stability review, the mortgages that people have been taking, that was one of the risks that that was flagged up because rates are set to go up. How much of that might impact the spending sentiment when it comes to, you know, how people might be a bit more constrained or stressed when it comes to paying back those loans with rates going up? Yeah, I think that really depends on uh, the size of the loans that's been taken out. Now, you know, uh, luckily for us, uh, our bank lending rules are, are fairly strict mm. uh, and there's a huge buffer that's been built in. So I don't anticipate uh, higher rates uh, next year to have a material impact on household finances. Okay, and just to wrap things up, Kun, uh, you've got the survey pointing to 4% growth next year, better than the 39 expansion 
earlier expected. And what are you looking at for this year? We've got an earlier projection of 6.6% and growth projections for from the survey is at 6.9%. Where do you sit on this? And how much of this is a, are we looking at in terms of base effects playing out into next year? Mm. Yeah, I think it's possible to have growth of uh, you know, very close to 7%, if not uh, right at 7 or slightly above. Uh, Base effects definitely have played a part because the Singapore economy went through a sharp contraction last year. Uh, and, you know, we are now on the midst of uh, a pickup as the recent restrictions uh, are easing off. Uh, and if not for, you know, the resurgence of Delta this year, the Singapore economy would have expanded uh, even stronger. Uh, but I think a 7% growth rate this year is definitely achievable and uh, it's quite a, a good outcome after the challenges that we've experienced so far this year. Okay, 7% growth for Singapore this year and 4% possibly next year. That is the latest forecast. We've been chatting with Kungo. He's the head of research for ANZ Bank. Kun, thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.